Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Good, good Father. We appreciate your love towards us. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you for grace, for mercy, for favor, for guidance, for your teaching, Lord Jesus, for the heart that comprehends. Thank you, Jesus, for divine wisdom. We appreciate you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for directing our paths, for not going astray. We worship you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the life of our family, our children, our parents, our colleagues, our community, neighbors. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you to our fellow brothers in Christ. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We, as we go into the meditation of your word today, Lord, speak to us afresh in the name of Jesus. Give us the eyes that see, the ears that hear, and the heart that comprehend in the name of Jesus. We pray the blood of Jesus concerning this session and everyone connected to this session in the name of Jesus. Have your way, sweet Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name we worship. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome also another devotional on iron sharpens iron. We are going to continue our reading from the book of John, chapter 13. I read from the easy to read version. It was almost time for the Jewish Passover festival. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go back to the Father. Jesus had always loved the people in the world who were his. Now was the time he showed them his love the most. Jesus and his followers were at the evening meal. The devil had already persuaded Judas Iscariot to hand Jesus over to his enemies. Judas was the son of Simon. The father has given Jesus power over everything. So Jesus knew this. He knew that he had come from God and he knew that he was going back to God. So while they were eating, Jesus stood up and took off his robe. He got a towel and wrapped it around his waist. Then he poured water into a bowl and began to wash the followers' feet. He dried their feet with a towel that was wrapped around his waist. Six. He came to Simon Peter, but Peter said to him, Lord, you should not wash my feet. Jesus answered, you don't know what I am doing now, but later you understand. Peter said, no, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, if I don't wash your feet, you are not one of my people. Simon Peter said, Lord, after you wash my feet, wash my hand and my head too. Jesus said, After a person had a bath, his whole body is clean. He needs only to wash his feet. And you are clean, but not all of you. Jesus knew who would hand him over to his enemies. That is why he said, Not all of you are clean. When Jesus finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and went back to the table. He asked, do you understand what I did for you? You call me teacher and you call me Lord. And this is right because that is what I am. I am Lord, your Lord and your teacher. But I wash your feet. So you should also wash each other's feet. I did this as an example for you. So you should serve each other just as I serve you. 
Believe me, servants are not greater than their master. Those who are sent to do something are not greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, great blessings will be yours if you do them. 18. I am not talking about all of you. I know the people I have chosen. But what the scripture says must happen. The man who shared my food has turned against me. I am telling you this now before it happens. Then when it happens, you will believe that I am. I assure you, whoever accepts the person I send also accepts me. And whoever accepts me also accepts the one who sent me. 21. After Jesus said these things, he felt very troubled. He said openly, Believe me when I say that one of you will hand me over to my enemies. His followers all looked at each other. They did not understand who Jesus was talking about. One of the followers was next to Jesus and was leaning close to him. This was the one Jesus loved very much. Simon Peter made signs to his followers to ask Jesus who he was talking about. 25. That followers leaned closer to Jesus and asked, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered him, I will dip this bread into the dish. The man I give it to is the one. So Jesus took a piece of bread, dipped it, and gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. When Judas took the bread, Satan entered him. Jesus said to Judas, What you will do, do it quickly. No one at the table understood why Jesus said this to Judas. Since Judas was the one in charge of the money, some of them thought that Jesus meant for him to go and buy some things they needed for the feast. Or they thought that Jesus wanted him to go give something to the poor. 30. Judas ate the bread Jesus gave him. Then he immediately went out. It was night. When Judas was gone, Jesus said, Now is the time for the Son of Man to receive his glory. And God will receive glory through him. If God receives glory through him, he will give glory to the Son through him. And that will happen very soon. 33. Jesus said, My children, I will be with you only a short time more. You will look for me, but I tell you now that I, like I told the Jewish leaders, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you my new command. Love each other. You must love each other just as I loved you. All people will know that you are my followers if you love each other. 36. Simon Peter asked Jesus, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I am ready to die for you. 38, which is the last verse. Jesus answered, Will you really give your life for me? The truth is, before the roaster crows, you will say three times that you don't know me. May the Lord bless his reading to us in Jesus' name. Amen. So a few highlights for us today. In verse 12, after Jesus finished washing their feet, you know, he asked them if they understand what he did for them. 
And in verse 14, it said, I wash your feet so you also should wash each other's feet and serve each other just as I serve you. Right. And um, what I want us to see here is that, you know, God gave us light. So we should shine our light into the darkness of our fellow brethren. When people see us, let them see the light. Let them see Christ through us. He gave us liberty. So that we can also save our fellow brothers and sisters held in captive. God blessed us with wealth. So we can also bless those who are in need. He healed us of our sickness. So we can share our testimony to give our fellow brothers hope. God loved us by sacrificing his only son just for our sin. For us to show love and kindness to our fellow brothers who seems unkind to us. God says, he said, he wants us to love, which is, he said, the new commandment he gave to us. That was uh, in 34. He said, love each other. It doesn't matter if other people don't love us. As long as we obey his command to love others. And when people see us, they see Christ in us. Let's always love people regardless. Just as Christ loved us. We ain't perfect, but he still loves us anyways. And verse 27, it says, When Judas took the bread, Satan entered him. You know, listen up, people. See, this part is when I, I want us to look at it from this perspective, right? Because Judas has no idea what he was doing. He has no idea if the devil was using him or not. And we have people like Judas in our lives. At work, at church, in our neighborhood, amongst our friends. But guess what? These people have no idea while they are rebelling against us. Because they are weak. And the devil saw a free space. So he rented a free room in their hearts. So he could use to rebel against other people for his evil work. So most times the people we fight against, we fight over, they are not the enemy. They are just a vessel. The way we are vessel to Christ, they are just a vessel being used by the enemy. And, you know, when the scripture talks about, I don't know if everyone has read this part of the scripture, that talks about, it said, they, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power. We wrestle not against your brothers and your sisters, not against your, 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 your denomination or other denomination or your pastors. 
But the spirit is the evil spirit. Principalities. So you have neighbors who the devil is using and they would call police on you maybe because your music is too loud. Or maybe they say that you guys are having misunderstanding in your home. Or who just hate you for no reason or, you know, who just speak against you. Or report it to the government. Or to the church authority. I don't want us to get angry at them. Just like Judas. It's a spirit. It's a rebellious spirit. And that is what you should be fighting against. Not the people. Even in our marriages, this happens in our ministry, in our families. Husbands fighting wife and you think it's your, your partner's fault. No. The devil doesn't want a place that is always filled with joy. He always looks for how to just penetrate, to bring sorrow, to bring distractions, to create enmity. Among friends, among churches. People, let's be mindful. And that's why Christ already gave us this new commandment to love each other. When you love your brethren with this understanding, you will pray for them. May the Lord help us more to grow more in, in his understanding in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Peace of the Lord be with us all. And I wish us a very good day. Amen. Have a nice day, people. Bye.